0: man don't you get tired of those tired out old anime cliches it's just those things that just happen in every freaking anime or at least in a lot of them and you're just like why does this happen in every freaking anime like why Thank you for listening to the Was Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002, and today I have an interesting topic for you. It's more of a list, really. I have an interesting list for you. Today, I want to talk about 10 of those annoying anime cliches that we're all tired of seeing. Every freaking anime, we got the same freaking thing. Now, let me give you a quick example, which I will go more in detail. A cliche is something that's just a tired-out thing that we're tired of seeing over and over again. I'm going to use the word tired a lot. Like, for example, when the character falls over very awkwardly and grabs onto a girl's breast. Yeah, yeah. You, You see where I'm going with this? Anyway, so... That's what I want to talk about today, because, you know, it's been, I was watching an anime called Simone, and it's a Yuri anime that I thought was about something else, but it's not, so it's whatever, it's still decent, and I noticed a few cliches, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna do this list, because there's a lot of freaking anime out there that sin grievously when it comes to these anime cliches, so anyway... Let's get started. So number one, as I already said, falling over awkwardly. Don't you just hate those characters that just a gust of wind, uh, an awkward push from behind. It's just somehow they trip and they fall and just somehow their face just ends up just they end up face deep and just a pair of titties, or they somehow just land perfectly in between the legs of the most beautiful girl or the tsundere, you know, the the chick who's just really evil and mean and crap. Somehow he falls on her and then he gets the slap across the face or whatever. Don't you guys get tired of that crap? That happens in every anime. Oh, my gosh. And you know the genre that really um, grievously sins with this? or of course harem (laughs) harem is his own genre where you know the guy uh, he's pulling in grade a chicks which we'll talk about that later uh, in this list but anyway um you know like the just the guy who's the protagonist pulling all these chicks and just somehow some way he just falls over and he just touches her and certain kinds of ways and he doesn't mean to he's like oh i'm so sorry you know it's like he, he really like legitimately didn't need to do it and it just happens and it's just a cliche that, that just needs to die okay just just die with a you know a dagger to the throat just die okay number two the second cliche that needs to die shouting out the name of attacks okay i know it's cool Okay, like freaking Naruto. All right. When you hear the cartoon, you know, and they start doing the freaking hand signs and they start doing the jutsus and all that stuff like fireball jutsu. It sounds cool. But I will tell you, having watched Naruto for all the years I've watched Naruto, there have been plenty of times where they just did the hand signs. And they did not shout out the attack and it, the attack happened. Okay. So I just want to know, is it necessary? Like, I I prefer the shouting of the names. Okay. I, I won't lie. But is it really necessary? Okay. All right. Like, I know there's a list of cliches that need to die. Like, this one doesn't necessarily need to die because it really is cool when they scream out names of attacks and it's iconic and all that kind of stuff. But still. I'm just saying. Now, we have attacks like freaking Domon Kashu from G Gundam. Burning, burning finger! Or or Gash's, you know, Gash Bell. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Sucked in some air real wrong there. Gash Bell, as is known in Japan or in America, Zatch Bell, is Bowser Kerga. You know, he shoots out the lightning attack. Or he is dragging up the darkness flame from Yu Yu Hakusho. You see how cool that just—I don't know how cool I sound, but it's just—it's cool when they say it. But really, it's a cliche. Like, do they like once you power up, like the Kamehameha wave? Like, I think you had to say it, but everything else, like, do you really? Do you like honestly, like, like for real, need to power? uh or or scream the attack like is it necessary though that that's that's why i want to know it's just a question you know Don't, don't don't shoot me i just just want to know anyway number three uh another cliche that needs to die or just ridiculous nosebleeds the amount of bleeding some of these protagonists do when you know, they see it's mostly when they see a girl and it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, like big titties and and then they start bleeding. But they they don't just bleed, they gush. And like in real life, they would be dead. All right. Like, and you see this a lot in harem anime, romantic anime, a lot of like etchy comedies or whatever. The 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 nosebleeds are just ridiculous. The the cliche needs to die. We get it. The guy doesn't need to bleed to death to acknowledge that the girl is fine. You know what I'm saying? Just saying. Super saying. (laughs) Anyway, the fourth cliche, anime cliche that needs to die are, as I I said, I was going to mention this, harem protagonists. What are up? with heron protagonists. How are these guys, the most drab guys in the world, have nothing going for them, nothing special about them. They're not extra cute or fine or whatever you want to call them. They're not extra handsome. They're not muscular. They're just the most boring, most square. They're just average. They're average. They, they don't stand out. They don't freaking stand out in any way. But somehow they're able to pull in grade a tell and by that i mean like they pull in the cheerleaders they pull in the 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 top the school president or the, the class president or whatever they just pulling like the finest girls in the school and just somehow they just they're just creating like a an, like a, a radius or, or like a, they it's like they have an orbit like they have gravity and they're like pulling in these little asteroids which which are just you know, the most beautiful girls in school. I don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, examples of these protagonists, these harem protagonists are Rito Yuki from To Love Rue. Of course, To Love Rue is just a top offender. Su Kane from Rosario Vampire. Love that anime. Oh my gosh, I love it. Kitaro Urashimi from Love Hina. That one was all right. But anyway, these, these are just protagonists that just, they're just average, like there's nothing special about them and they're just pulling in great a tail like it's like i don't understand like you need to explain to me you need to like give me an actual explanation how they're able to pull in all these f- super fine girls i'm just saying man just saying i with that with that being said with that being said i am going to do a guide on how you the the listener particularly the the males listening how uh, you can pull in super fly anime loving honeys. I, I did a guide on this and uh, I'm going to bring this to you. How you can pick up girls who like anime. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that is for another episode. So number five, the, another anime cliche that just needs to just burn, just burn it. Just kill it with fire and gas and whatever. The beach episodes. Beach Episodes once again. This is another thing that maybe I'm just picking up harem anime's, but this a lot of anime have it. A lot just I feel like every anime has a beach episode. Think of Bleach. Bleach bleach's beach freaking episode was ridiculous. Didn't Rangiku get her like attacked by a tentacle monster or something? It was so like that was like the worst. Like by worst, I mean like most ridiculous. Beach episode on the planet was Bleach's Beach episode. Got anime like School Rumble, even Detective Conan, freaking K-On! They all have Beach episodes. In the list is really just infinite. Like, just Google it. It's really infinite. <laughs> it's like, you really... I, I There aren't many anime it's mostly like silly anime with comedy you know it's like you're not gonna go and find like super serious anime like ghost in the shell or something um or psychopaths and it's like let's all go to the beach you know it's like if they go to the beach there's gonna be like some sort of horrible thing happening there but anyway guys i'm like speeding through this list i need to slow the fruit down but anyway let me let me slow down a bit take a quick break be right back don't turn that down. Did you miss me? I think you did. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to this list, baby. So we are now on the sixth, number six. Uh, the six and the cliche that needs to die, burn with gas, whatever. Ever way you want to get rid of it, it. Just it just needs to go. It, it just uh Needs to go, cat girls. Okay, just why the, the girls who dress up all oh, kawaii and crap, and they have the little cat ears, or you know, and they, they get that like, meow or, or or whatever Japanese noise, Japanese noise, whatever they say in Japan, the Japanese version of meow. I, I can't think of it right now, but you guys know, you 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 know, you know, okay, so just. Work with me here, just cat girls. Why? There's just too many, just too many anime with the just Japan is just fascinating with cats. Okay, like examples of characters who are cat girls who enjoy cats and dress like them and and do the little cat scratch thing and you know midair and they're like you know it's like you're you're human. Stop it. Eiko Suminoe from Kiss sis which that anime is just. There's more than that, more than the cat thing going (laughs) wrong with that anime. Got Blair from Soul Eater, awesome anime. And I guess Yorichi from Bleach, but she's like actually a cat. So she's like the ultimate cat girl. So I don't, she like, she doesn't dress like a cat. She's, she's like, like legitimately a cat, but she's, she, she's still, I, I don't know. Just whatever. Just she, she's a cat girl. Okay. Anyway, like literally a cat girl just, just stop it, just, just kill the cat girls, okay, just, they're awesome in hentai, okay, but I don't, I don't need them in, in my, just my normal anime, all right, just, just putting that out there, all right, so the seventh cliche, anime cliche that needs to die are the single parent in the household, okay, and you can even go with dead parents, but that's a little bit morbid. So we're just going to, because you could like talk about Sasuke, but it's like, his family was like murdered brutally. So <laughs> but we're not, we're not going there, but we're going to talk about the single parent households. Like what's, what's going on? Like what's going on in Japan? Like why, what's why why are the parents are single? Like why just, just bring, or, or just no parents. Like they are high school age kids. Or middle school age kids and they go home and you literally never see the parents or the parents are like, they, and they never address it. It's not like, Oh, my parents like sometimes, or a lot of times they do, but sometimes it's, they never address the absence of the parents or the fact that there's a single parent. And it's like, why? <laughs> and here's uh, some examples of single parent characters. Um, Kurosaki Ichigo, who his father's Ishin Kurosaki Which is or Kurosaki Ishin, whatever. Um, anime, bleach, of course. And, you know, what I'm sure there was an explanation, but it turns out that Ishin is like, and I hope I'm saying his name right, you know, Ichigo's dad, is like a really boss freaking captain level Shimigami. Like he like he has the build, like his power level is insane. And there is so much crap going on. That he could have stepped in and easily have cleaned up all throughout Bleach. And he lets Ichigo handle it. And like, it's it's ridiculous. Like, couldn't this guy have like stepped in at any time? And anyway. Another anime, Soul Eater. Maka Alburn. You know, Maka, the protagonist of Soul Eater. Her father, Spirit Alburn, who is a weapon, a, a deaf scythe, and I don't recall what happens with that, but you know, another single father or parent household there, not really a household. But anyway, then yeah, Shiro Fujimoto, who is just the coolest freaking single dad, in my opinion, because he is the dad of Ren and Yukio Ukimura from uh Blue Exorcist. And just, you know, Blue Exorcist, I haven't seen the new season that came out fairly recently. Um what I really remembered about blue Exorcist before it started going downhill for me in the first season was when he walks into like, it was the first episode and Ren is being attacked by this guy who's been possessed. And he just walks in and this epic music comes on and like, he exercises this demon and it's really, it was like, it was so cool like that. But then like the series, like the midway point just started getting all silly for me. But anyway, not talking about that. But yeah, that was another one. So single parent households or no parent households. Another cliche is that just, it just needs to be addressed. What, what's going on, in Japan? Like, are you killing adults when they get to a certain age? It's like, you have a child, time to die. You know, we don't have enough resources to carry you anymore. I don't know. That's, that's crazy. Ah, here's another one. Number eight. Number eight. This cliche is so stupid. And yeah, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> is when characters are stabbed a billion times and they're and all it takes all it takes to heal their wounds is some bed rest and some bandages are you kidding me are you kidding me you're telling me that you get stabbed over and over and over and sliced and diced and, and cut open and blown up and all that crap and shot? Characters get shot, mind you, and poisoned and all that. And all they got to do is wrap it up with some bandages, get some bed rest for about a week, and they're fully healed? Bull crap. What the heck? That don't make no kind of sense. Is internal bleeding not exist in the anime universe like that don't make no kind of sense. And and what really is funny is I just watched the Bleach live action, you know, the Netflix, which actually wasn't bad. I, I, I you know, I I um uh, I was impressed you know, they didn't mess that one up. But anyway, so Ichigo, spoiler alert, but whatever. Uh basically um he gets cut up. Oh man, what's the name of the, the captain uh, uh oh, Renji's captain i can't think of his name dang it byakia anyway what's his name byakia it it, yeah and he cuts ichigo down so many times like he stabs him over and over and over again and his live action so it's more ridiculous seeing real people getting stabbed that many times and then and then renji's like you know like is he like invincible like they go into renji's mind it's like is this guy invincible is like yes Yes, he is. You can get stabbed that many times by a master Swordman who's been killing people for centuries on end. Knows exactly where to stab you and to kill you. And somehow your Riatsu is so powerful that you can take the hit. I don't know, but eternal bleeding doesn't exist in a lot of anime. I'm just, I'm just saying, just saying. And apparently, your heart, your lungs, your other vital organs don't exist either. <laughs> or, or they're stabbed all around it. Who knows? You don't bleed to death or nothing. You don't go to the no hospital. It's just you, just bandages and bed rest, and that's all you need. You're good. Rather's rain. Right as rain. Anyway, number nine, uh, the ninth, and the cliche that needs to die is the ultimate armor. You know, like the armor that don't cover nothing. You know, the armor like when you power up, and, and like it don't cover nothing. Like, it's just, it, this is especially the case. It's never the case for men because men, they always get the big, cool suits of armor, whatever armor they can be wearing is full body suit. They just look freaking cool. This is for the girls. All right. It's like the less armor you have, the more powerful you become, which don't make no kind of sense because like you have the ultimate armor that shows off all your titties and your, and your freaking, you know, sexy waist and, and like it shows off your legs. You're telling me that I can't just pot, like stab you and win in your breast, which will deflate like a balloon. Cause it's the size of a freaking watermelon. And then you won't bleed to death after that, or at least go slow down somewhat. And who is it? There was an anime, uh, Urza Scarlet from Fairy Tale. I haven't seen Fairy Tale, well, or at least a lot of it, because that power of friendship bullcrap isn't. I can't stomach that. But anyway, that's another one. That's you know what? Now that one at a time, one at a time. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that that uh, yeah, Urza Scarlet is just she has like a thousand outfit changes from what I've seen, and. It's like they don't they don't cover nothing, you know. It's just the less armor you have, the more powerful you become, which makes no kind of freaking sense. But we're just we're gonna roll with it. We're gonna roll with the guys. We're gonna roll with it. All right. Um. In the tenth, well, you know what? No, we're gonna have eleven now. We're gonna have a bonus one. So number ten, the, another cliche that needs to die. One I just freaking uh, mentioned is this power of the a friendship bull crap or or like when you're your anger when you're you're you get so angry you you tap into all new levels of power and all that kind of crap and it's like it, and it only happens when the character is about to die it's like oh no we're about to lose the brawl. give me your powerful the spirit bomb or or the power of friendship. We're gonna use friendship power to beat this guy because he's so powerful. But if we all get together, we will get the pudding pops. I I, I don't know. But anyway, it's it's just ridiculous. What, what's 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 up with this power of friendship bullcrap? Or right? or 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 the that get so angry, I reach a whole new level bullcrap. You telling me that if I stub my toe, that I can reach Super Saiyan twenty? Is that what? It- <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, that one wasn't meant to be on the list, but <laughs> it kind of showed up in the uh, piece of resistance. So that that power of friendship, that, that was just the bonus. So number 10, the real number 10, is the uh, the 10th and the cliche that just needs to die, burn it with fire, is deuce ex machina. Yes, you know what that means? God over the machine. Uh, that's the, that's what it means in like Latin or something like that. And basically, it refers to situations as a really lazy way for writers to cop out and get characters out of really crazy situations. For example, uh, Ichigo gets cut down by freaking Byakuya, right? And then, oh no, here, it, the sword is falling, but out of nowhere, an uh, asteroid slams Yaki on the face. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, it's when a godlike intervention happens that, and it just saves the character at the last possible second. How many anime have we seen where the sword is falling onto the head of the character? And then some guy, like, Ching, you know, like it happens a lot in Nara, though. They can teleport and crap. So, you know, they, they kind of just jump in the way. Kunai blocks the sword stroke. Uh, the You know, the, the, that Deuce, Ma- Deuce Ex Machina is is just, it's in every form of media, and every movie, show, book. You know, it's not just anime, but it's it shows up a lot in anime. It's just one of those cool things where just the last possible second someone swoops in godlike freaking intervention and just... Saves the day. Oh, saves the day. Look at me, kids. I came in at the last possible second. And I just saved the day. Yeah, I just... Why? This, why? Anyway, that's that's my list. I just... I just had to, to put this out there. Because I've watched too many anime where we just had this freaking intervention last possible second intervention thing, and well, just cliches. Uh, now I'm just talking about deuce ex machina, but anyway, um, I, I feel like I'm rambling at this point. This is Batman Live 2002. Hey, I want to shout out the guy I, I reached out to a beat maker. And as you know, I try to get as many unique beats on this podcast as possible. His name is Rifty. If you go to YouTube, type in R R I F T I Rifty Beats or just Rifty, you should be able to find him. Um, but yeah, Rifty Beats. Go to YouTube, listen to his beats. He did the beat for today's podcast. And I'm going to be using this one because it's so fire. Have you guys, like, you guys know I love um, Naruto, the Naruto soundtrack, and someone finally. Remix the Sasuke's Revolution freaking OST. Oh my gosh. I've been waiting for someone to remix this mess and this guy finally did it. So big shout out. And one thing I haven't really been doing, which I should have been doing all this time, is I've been using a lot of beats on this podcast. And I haven't really been shouting people out, the people who make it, because I don't make these beats. I And I modify them so they're not as long, you know, so it's, you know, their entire tracks. But I'll I'll modify them so they're only about a minute in the intro and minute in the outro or something like that. So, but man, go show this guy some love. He makes some dope beats. But yeah, go check him out for shizzle. This is Batman Live 2002. I'll be back, people. Stay with awesome, people. Stay with awesome. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Jana.